Hi guys, welcome back to the Couple with Cheryl. I know, I know, I uh, didn't put out anything last week. I'm so sorry, <laughs> but I'm back this week, okay? And I promise to bring you guys all the goodies today in this episode. All right, so one of the things that I do is I do a lot of reading today, you know, in the notes. So I was reading a couple of weeks back and I came across this hilarious, hilarious article. It was in Cosmopolitan and it was written by Isabel Calkins. You guys should go check it out. I think it was on, yeah, sometime in March. And um, she was talking about five things she wished she had known before dating a single parent. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about dating single parents 101. I'm going to be taking a lot from some of the examples that Isabel gave because you know some of them for me were like mm, okay yeah and then for some i was just having a very good laugh you know she was really really very open and honest about you know what it was like for her now key thing to note is when she did as a single parent she was in her early 20s so maybe some of the experiences that she had some of the things that she had to do were a function of age but guess what i realized as a single parent myself that even when you're dealing with grown folk, there are some things that they just can't relate to. And that's okay, you know? At the end of the day, it's not about whether the person that you meet is a single parent or not. For the most part, it's about whether they rock your world, uh, whether they literally turn it upside down and inside out. They just make you happy. You know, that's the first thing. And then when you settle down and that whole feeling and the butterfly is sort of like, now relax inside your tummy then <laughs> you now start to deal with everything else that there is so i'm just going to be reading um from what isabel wrote and then i'm going to be relating it to um, some of the experiences that, that i've had and a couple of friends of mine have had concerning some of the things that she mentioned okay so yes isabel was in her 20s when she dated this single dad and his name we're just going to call him eric as she did in the article say so that wasn't his real name but yeah he was everything she wanted and more handsome intelligent funny passionate and all of that and then she she went on to say but like everything that seems too good to be true the relationship with him was and for her the biggest catch was his ex-girlfriend right so they weren't together anymore but she had just had a baby for him a few months before she and Eric met. So, you know, as a 22-year-old, she probably figured out late in the game that it was maybe too much for her. But yeah, at the early stages, it didn't quite hit her, especially because she's always loved kids. And so it seemed like, yeah, what's there? No big deal. And then she goes, or oh, so I thought. Now. A little bit of perspective here according to Isabel she grew up with single parents and for her at the initial stage it was like yeah I mean how difficult can it be but then she went on to say that she had no idea just how complicated exhausting and stressful it was to raise a child never minding attempting a relationship with someone who had a child right so she described her relationship with Eric as a rapid crash course in the ups and downs dating single parents and so i think for a lot of people that's the experience that most of them have you know at the initial stage you're with this person 
um, I've had you know guys who at the initial stage everything is all lovey-dovey and then when things like time factors start to come in how much time you get to spend with the single parent that you're dating you realize you're not getting as much time as you would like because of course you are not the single parent's first priority now this is whether you're dating a, a single dad or whether you're dating a single mom so either way so when all those little things start to come in and you find that you have to manage them and manage them it ends up being a little too much for some people all right so i'm going to just read out the tips that isabel gave for those of you who are looking at dating single parents okay first of all and i love this she goes put your jealousy in serious check now this might sound huh who could I possibly be jealous of? I'm all that, you know. She sees me as this, or he sees me as that. You know, he thinks you're the whole package and everything, and you know, you couldn't possibly be jealous of anyone when you're dating a single parent. But then, guess what? Everybody has baggage, and sometimes that baggage, especially when you're dating a single parent, is the ex or the other parent, especially when you're dating a co-parent. I remember someone, a dear friend of mine sent a message in one of the previous episodes talking about how she cannot possibly see herself dating a single parent and this is the reason or let me put it this way she says she can't see herself dating a co-parent and this is the reason why because as long as that person has a functional active joint responsibility of raising a child with his ex then sometimes um, lines are crossed Lines are, lines are blurred not crossed yes. lines are blurred and so you find out if you're in that position dating a single parent or someone who's co-parenting that you tend to get jealous sometimes because the ex might have to come around you have to or rather you're the person you're dating single parent you're dating has to coordinate or plan trips with the child because sometimes the child will require spending time with both his or her parents so if you are not quite up to that, you find that you'll be getting jealous a lot of the time and then it will start spotting rifts in the relationship that you're having, you know, because you can't understand why. It just cannot make any type of sense to you why why the person you're in a relationship with will be spending so much time with the ex. But then guess what? Sometimes it's inevitable with the single parent. So uh, for those of you who are considering answer that question and answer it honestly can you handle that can you handle that and i mean kudos to you if if you can like big ups to you that's that's really really mature because sometimes when these lines are blurred trust me uh, it now moves from blurring to actual crossing of lines because who knows maybe the ex is actually trying to get back with the person you're dating so it's not easy i know but yeah you have to find that jealousy will come to you quite quickly and you need to be able to discern like what exactly is going on before you know how to act and not end up losing your cool all the time especially when you find out that there's nothing really going on except two people just co-parenting their child it's a lot of work for some people and most of you are listening to me and going Mm-mm, nah too much drama i get it i get it but that's fine all right so another point that isabel raises something that she had to deal with you know when she was dating Eric was she had to be cool with not being top priority 
You see, most parents will tell you that their kids always come first. Most parents. And that's when you have a regular, you know, parenting type situation. But then when you're dating a single parent, trust me, that, that phrase, my child always comes first and my children always come first, it is like a golden rule. Okay, now you might you might have a little bit of difficulty adjusting to that. You know, someone if you're someone who's dating a single parent and you are a little bit needy, you know, maybe you probably went through like the most stressful day and you come back home and just want to unload on your partner and you just realize that there's not enough time because the child always comes first. You know, I mean, picture dating a single dad who actually is. 100% invested in raising his child, you know, boy or girl. So you meet dads like that who probably give their children a bath, they are with them, they're doing homework, you know, and then especially if you have younger kids, or rather if you're dating a single parent that has younger kids, you know, there's always that tendency, like the child is always so all about his dad or his mom or her dad or her mom. And you just realize that you may not get that kind of uh, leeway so to speak all right so elizabeth's case she said it took her some time to learn that no matter what she was going through no matter her issues maybe like drama at work with her friends and all that they were never going to take precedence over issues involving eric right and it wasn't long before she realized she probably she probably needed someone who had bandwidth to give her a bit more support now does that make you a bad person you know one thing wanting to spend more time with you know the person you're dating no it does not i think this just goes to show that it requires uh maybe just a little bit more um i wouldn't really call it tolerance now or perseverance especially when you're dating a single parent now again i must stress that this is particularly um, the case when the children are much younger of course as they get older if you happen to date single parents who have older kids, you may not necessarily experience it the way Isabel did, you know, but it's just good to be prepared, okay? Now, another point that she raised, ah, and this one had me laughing. So say you, you ended up dating a single parent, and as one is prone to do, when you're really, really about the person that you're dating and you love the person, and the person has a child, truth is, if you love that person, you will find that in most ideal cases, let me qualify that, you would most definitely love the child as well, okay? And then, you know, you find out that you start filling that role, you know, I mean, just come naturally to you wanting to nurture that child and all of that. So, so if for any reason that relationship will not work out, it's kind of like breaking up with two people or, you know, depending on how many children, um, the person that you're with has so you find that you have to break up with it's like breaking up with all of them i know right okay in my instance i've never really say had the kind of relationship that i had to like break up break up with the person like things either never really got so serious with me i don't know if it was my defense mechanism but i've not experienced this okay so i've not had a, a situation where I was dating somebody and then we had to call it off and then um you know um it i saw how it affected the person you know where where i'm concerned is really no biggie but where my son is concerned you know you might find out that 
it's a bit difficult even for you even if you were the reason or you know or you're the one who called or the person that you're dating and so i'm saying now me as a single parent even if i was the one who called it off with the person that i was dating if my son had formed any kind of bond with that person then it sort of like changes the dynamic in the sense that even though i don't want to still have anything to do with the person um I'm, i don't want to deprive my son sort of like you know from whatever friendship had been formed and all that but i have not experienced it like i said so i'm just going to put a pause on that one there and maybe if any of you um, single parents listening to this have experienced that you can send me a message and let me know what was it like for you you know when you were dating someone and something happened and the relationship had to come to an end okay so there's two ways now right so send me a message please if you were the single parent and you broke up with the person and the person had formed a bond with your child or if you were the one dating the single parent please how did that go for you but in Isabel's case, she said when she fell in love with Eric, she fell hard also for his son. And of course, we already said that these two people go hand in hand, right? The parent and the child, the children. So she got so used to waking up, you know, with them, playing with the child. Uh, she said some of her fondest memories from the relationship were the time she spent with the son. But then when you break up with the person, it hits you that they are not your child. So regardless of how much you spend with them, which for Isabel was, according to what she said, was more than she should have. When you break up with the parent, you also break up with the child, and it is very, very, very difficult, okay? So this is from Isabel. This is her own experience, and, you know, her advice there was, if you're going to date a single parent, buckle up for a way messier breakup. Okay, so... So this is me reading from the experience of someone who did a single parent. I should probably do another episode with, you know, people who are single parents who have dated other people and the things that you need to know as a single parent when you're dating other people. Definitely going to look into that one. But then here's another point from Isabel. Okay, so she says, well, she was pretty confident in her kids skills before she started dating Eric in that she used to babysit and she worked with children for years she said she quickly realized she didn't actually know anything about what it took to be a parent Mm. Mm -mm -mm -mm. so what she's saying is you can spend your entire life around children working with children doesn't mean that you know what it actually takes to be a parent eureka Let's think about that one very well. Because I think this also applies to mothers. So just because you gave birth to a child, does that mean you know what it takes to be a parent? That's a discussion for another day. Anyway, so her example was that one day um, his son was ill and, you know, young children. Sometimes you just never know what's going on with them. They, They could just have something going on and they're crying and crying. And you don't know what to do about it. So in this case, she said the only time, you know, his son felt okay was when she held him. Okay? Um, and this also included while he was taking a bath. So even while she was giving him a bath, if he didn't hold him, he would just keep crying and crying and crying. And she was just fuddled and like, oh my God, what to do? And then Eric, who she was dating, got into the shower in his clothes and she held his son and that was it 
like literally stayed with him all day despite the fact that he had other things that he needed to do but you know son was sick so there he stayed and she she couldn't necessarily relate i think you know because again it's like she said just because you spend years working around children working with children doesn't necessarily mean you know what it means to be a parent so that was just one key example there that you know so there it is um you might love kids you know i hear a lot of guys say oh my god i love kids oh my god i love kids you know it's like one of those lines that they throw out there when they realize you're a single parent oh my god how old is your son oh my god what's his name oh my god let me see the picture and then you can see that they're actually truly genuinely excited about meeting your kid and then they meet him and then they spend time with him i'm using my son of course as the example and then they spend time with him and it's really really cool they form this bond you know they, they have this romance going on and it's really nice but then when the chips are down when you have an 11 year old or you have a preteen who is just moody sometimes and you know you're trying to have a conversation with the person you can't have a conversation you're trying to have a conversation with the child and you're just not getting through will you lose it will you flip <laughs> i read another article that says you know one of the things to note when you're dating a single parent is leave the discipline a hundred percent disciplining the child a hundred percent to the parent don't even try don't even get in there at all you know you know and this is probably one of the reasons why because as much as you love the kid as much as you spend time and you buy him stuff and you guys just and you talk and all of that does that necessarily mean that you understand what it is you know to be a parent to that child so yeah mm. I mean, I hold back from disciplining my friend's children, like my really, really cool friends. I hold back from disciplining their children, you know, but some people I know, maybe by virtue of the fact that, like I said, they, they feel like they're good with kids, you know, to handle them, they ask them to sit there and then they sit down and then they take it the extra mile and they try and do all of that. But, you know, personally for me, I'd rather you let discipline for me. Now there is one exception and that exception is when you are directly asked for help from parents but don't take it upon yourself okay some women you know when when you're dating single um, dads said you know you feel like you know that you spent maybe a good number of quality time with the child or the children or the person you're dating and you feel like yeah okay nah you you, you all gotten on my last <laughs> get out or go do something or go to your room or better or, or even worse still be take a whip to the child you know and all of that i think for some reason something in me will just stare up <laughs> like uh, okay he was naughty but uh-huh yeah so <laughs> i'm laughing at myself just thinking about it because is that the right thing to do probably not but again the only exception the only time if you're dating a single parent that you should you know do that and discipline the child is when you have been asked to do so but i think there's just something territorial about single parents and their children being disciplined by other people um for some reason i think generally just there's something like that. and then you realize that there's some resentment that starts to settle 
from there uh, yeah you probably have a way of figuring it out with the person that you're waiting for yeah please probably don't you should probably shouldn't do that yeah all right okay so the fifth lesson that isabel wrote about was um when you're with someone um okay so she goes a few months into the relationship she had a particularly stressful day at work and there was nothing she wanted more than to curl up on the couch with her boyfriend and watch tv but it was his only night off without work or his son as he just didn't have it in him to spend it with anyone but himself mm. okay so for all you single parents out there some of you can probably relate to this you know and um, it can be a problem if the person who you're in a relationship with has a certain type of attachment style you know sometimes um it's just like i said in the earlier example when i was talking about priorities and you not coming first sometimes you don't even come second because after the parent has had to spend time with their child sometimes they need their own alone time right right <laughs> okay so correct me if i'm wrong but i'm i'm like this okay i find that especially during this period where we've been at home because of covid 19 so i don't get any time barely get any time away from my son i mean he's my only yeah. he's my only <laughs> and um where we stay with my parents there are no younger ones you know no kids his age that he can play with and you know i don't have lots of friends who have kids that he can play with as well so it's not like he we have the chance to get away from each other not that he wants to get away from me but then here's the thing is that sometimes when i get the chance i'm like okay sometimes i just want to lay down and just not do anything but be with myself so i imagine dating some guy who has certain type of attachment style he might take it personally when you know he wants to be with me and I just need to be with myself. Now here's the thing. I don't think what I'm explaining right now is peculiar to single parent relationship. I think lots of people get this way sometimes. It may not even be that your child is the one taking up your time. Sometimes it's work. Sometimes it's I don't know, it could be anything. And then you want to be by yourself at a certain time of the day you know um that's the time when your partner then wants to do facetiming or wants to come on whatsapp and do a video call and stuff like that it can be a bit challenging you know so the lesson here is uh, needing alone time takes on a whole new meaning because you know it's their son first or their child first and then it's them second and then you in some cases come third now it's not such a bad thing i promise you did i just say that okay let's flip it let's say i'm the one in this situation will i at least have just said what i said right now so i guess <laughs> so i guess the key here is understanding your type of person when it comes to relationships and just basically figuring out if you will be able to be okay with this kind of situation so when your partner who's a single parent needs their own time so you need to know that you're okay with contending with father and son time if you're a female and you're dating a single dad or a 
a guy in a relationship with a single mom, you need to be able to contend with mother and daughter time, or whatever the case may be. God help you with children, because then, you know, you're like fourth or fifth on the line because you know each child is peculiar and stuff like that. I also stress again, this usually applies to younger kids, so don't be don't be scared that don't go running for the hills just yet. Calm down, breathe. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. Okay, so you just need to know that you're able to, to contend with that. And if you're not that kind of person, if you're the kind of person that when you want to be with your partner, you want to be with your partner, you don't want to hear excuses, then just maybe, depending on the situation of the single parent that you, that you meet, depending on the situation of the single parent that you meet, this might not just be for you. But I mean, it's totally worth a look. Take a look at it, make sure that you know what you're getting yourself into, and then by all means, dive in. Now, having said all of these things that may sound scary to some people, if you have gone through this list with me and all of the things I've mentioned, and like, okay, yes, so what did you just say? Then please ignore every single thing that I've said, or maybe not every single thing, but you know, dive in head first, your whole body, put your whole self, your whole mind into it. And I'm sure it's going to work out for you. Like I said, I'm definitely going to do an episode where it's the flip side. Okay, so this was for people who are interested in dating single parents and things that you need to know. I'm definitely going to do the flip side, probably in the next episode or sometime soon, where we're talking about people, or rather single parents, who are dating, or, or you know, who are trying to date other people, and what they should look out for. Okay? Alright, so this is the end of today's episode. Remember, you can always send in your comments and your questions. You can totally send me a voice note. Ah, oh, God, the modalities of that. But yeah, I'm going to put out the link to all of my listeners as much as possible um, where you can send in a voice note where I can incorporate into the podcast. Or you could always just send me a message. Go to sharecast at gmail.com. That's C H E R C S T S at gmail.com. Or Send me a message on the couple's good show. I'm on all the platforms and I will definitely get back to you on anything that you might have to share with us. Alright, until then, remember, crooked sticks, draw straight lines too. Bye-bye.